Good morning. It's December 18th, and this is your daily brief in climate change. Here's everything you need to know. Severe flooding is ongoing in Cairns, Australia, due to heavy and near-record rainfall. The Barren River is experiencing record-breaking flooding levels not seen since 1977. Cairns Airport and surrounding suburbs are heavily affected with property and aircraft submerged. The Bureau of Meteorology predicts more river level rises and advises limited water usage. Thousands of people in northern Queensland have been advised to move to higher ground, and evacuation centers have been opened. A 10-year-old girl is critically injured from a lightning strike, but no deaths or other missing persons have been reported. In the past 24 hours, some regions have received over 600 mm of rain, with another 500 mm expected. Approximately 10,500 people are without power, and there are widespread road closures. Residents are being urged to stay indoors and avoid unnecessary travel as more rain is expected. The floods are a result of an El Nino weather event affecting eastern Australia. Climate change is causing severe weather events and rising sea levels. Changing urban energy systems to reduce greenhouse gas emissions is a focus to combat climate change. This energy transition will impact homeowners, businesses, and community officials, requiring reassessment of vulnerabilities and energy infrastructure upgrades. Current electricity capacity is insufficient for the key strategy of decarbonizing urban electricity usage through electrification. State and community actions are crucial in managing this energy transition. Communities are investing in energy infrastructure resilience to protect infrastructure and ensure economic viability. Reducing greenhouse gas emissions through strategies like electrification is crucial for meeting the goals of the Paris Agreement. Decreasing costs of renewable energy technologies make them competitive. Urban areas are a key focus in the energy transition due to their high greenhouse gas emissions. Transitioning to a local and renewable energy system is essential for addressing climate change and maintaining quality of life. The Intact Center on Climate Adaptation at the University of Waterloo has found that Canadian communities are at high risk of wildfires due to urban development, lack of building standards, and accumulation of flammable vegetation. The study recommends measures such as storing wood away from homes, removing flammable material near foundations, and removing trees within 10 meters of buildings. The study also advises installing fire-rated roofing and removing tree branches close to power lines. Investing in fire-resistant construction choices and retrofitting buildings could result in significant cost savings. The report emphasizes the impact of climate change on the lengthening wildfire season, and the need for communities to develop wildfire prevention and mitigation plans by 2030 to meet the federal government's national adaptation strategy. The report provides practical actions for homeowners and communities to reduce the risk of wildfires and underscores the urgency of addressing this escalating risk. The COP28 Climate Change Conference generated more decisions than expected, including creating funds to support poor countries and investing in renewable technologies. A declaration for transitioning away from fossil fuels was adopted, but lacked enforcement provisions or timelines. Political divide persists between fossil fuel companies and activists, with differing views on the timeline for ending fossil fuel use. The conference's outcome has received mixed appraisals due to its lack of accountability and enforcement measures. The oil industry is relieved due to the absence of clear targets and timelines for emissions reductions. 
Critics argue that the conference's outcomes are not sufficient to keep temperatures below the aspirational goal of one, five degrees centigrade. In 2022, over 90% of 710 disasters were climate and weather-related, impacting over 220 million people. Various regions globally experienced extreme climate events, including droughts, wildfires, floods, and heat waves. Efforts were made to combat climate challenges, including research, early warning systems, and emergency preparedness operations. The intersection of climate change and mental health was studied, and the amplified effects of climate change in conflict-affected areas were highlighted. Awareness campaigns and innovation in response to climate change were emphasized, including Global Heat Action Day and the IFRC Global Innovation Summit. The adverse impact of climate change continued into 2023, with wildfires, extreme weather, and disease outbreaks reported in various countries. Efforts to enhance resilience to climate change included climate action training, campaigns for awareness, and collaborations to improve resilience to tropical cyclones. The IFRC issued emergency appeals for relief efforts, and the Norwegian and Canadian Red Cross responded to climate-related emergencies. The importance of addressing climate change was underlined at the UN Climate Talks, the Adaptation Futures Conference, and through the IFRC's new president's statements. The Climate Center joined the water at the heart of Climate Action Partnership and summarized key findings on loss and damage from the IPCC report. A call for faster progress and necessary finance to tackle climate change was emphasized at the Development and Climate Days 2023. This has been your daily brief in climate change. To read more about these stories, follow the links in the episode bio. You can also subscribe to these updates at www.brief.news. And for more daily podcasts about the topics you love, visit www.brief.news forward slash podcasts. Tune in tomorrow. We'll be back with everything you need to know.